Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Sport Wheels Sports Excellence, Nova Scotia's number one stop for bicycles, baseballs, lacrosse, volleyball, hockey, and more. Getting kids off the couch is their business. Stop by and see them at 209 Sackville Drive or visit them on the web at www.sportwheels.ca. At Sport Wheels, they're taking health and safety very seriously. If you're worried about social distancing, they have you covered there as well. From assisted shopping to web orders to curbside pickup, they have you covered. Sport Wheels Sports Excellence, helping your family stay active since 1947. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I am your host, Justin Belanger. The world is uh, up in arms right now. You know, you and I both know the world is not a perfect place, and I'm not the guy to sit here and tell you what to do in order to fix the problems that are happening in the world right now. Um, how I was brought up and how I was raised was to be a kind person, and the world, I'm not going to say the world will be kind back to you, but it'll definitely help. If you leave every single day, your doorstep with a smile, and you try to make the best of everything, you know, good things seem to happen to you. That's my two cents. Like I said, I'm not the guy that's going to tell you what to do and how to live your life and how to solve the problems that the world is having right now. I'm in no position to preach on that aspect. But like I said, all you can do is try to be a better person and, uh, and you know, and hopefully the world gets around this, this, this problem that we have right now that is racism and we move forward as better people and better brothers, sisters, cousins, family members, friends. And, uh, you know, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. I know that. So we'll see what happens here. And everybody that's going out, stay safe. I know there's been protests in Halifax as well. Not my cup of tea to go out and protest, to be honest with you. I'd rather stay inside and stay safe. But if you feel like you have to go out and and preach what's going on, do it. Just be safe, please. Um, Today on the High Button Podcast, very excited about this guest, Halifax native. Mike O'Larry. Mike actually just got back from Indiana playing in the NCAA, playing for Notre Dame. He's been there for the past four years. Incredible. Um, he grew up, I said, like in Halifax, playing for the Halifax Hawks organization, then going on to the USHL, playing in Salisbury, then after that, playing for Canada, U17, then after that, going right back to the USHL, uh, playing for the Fighting Saints, then moving on to Notre Dame, and he actually had one game played this year uh, with the Wolfpack in Hartford in the AHL, so we're excited to talk to Mike. I love stories about the NCAA. It's a route that I wish I took rather than going the junior route here uh, in Halifax. I thought you know when we went up to Boston a couple years ago and visited Bowers and we went uh, up to Harvard and visited Willie we just we were floored by how they were treated and the facility and the and the things that um you know they were given while they went the, to the NCAA route meaning like the education wise the scholarships just a, a fantastic fantastic route nothing wrong with junior hockey it's just if I had to redo it again I'd probably go that way um nonetheless I'm excited to talk to Mike it's going to be a great podcast dudes is here as well we're at the new house we're up in the living room we're actually building a studio downstairs in my basement right now that should I don't know when that's going to come but uh it's bit by bit table by chair by microphone by you know you got to add these things to make sure that it's ready to go and you know make sure it's perfect and comfortable for the guests that's the biggest thing about these podcasts is I'm comfortable because it's my own home but when you bring a guest over you want to make sure that they're comfortable that they're willing to share stories and that they're having a good time so that's one thing I'm always worried about when creating a studio or creating a, a, a space to to record that's at the top of my list is making sure that the guest is comfortable. So once we figure that out, we'll be down in the basement. Uh, but for now, we're up at uh, in my living room here. Still a great setup. If you're watching this on uh, the video, 
You can just see it on Facebook, YouTube. We might upload to uh, Twitter. I don't know. We'll see. Actually, with that being said, if you could do me a quick favor, go on over to our iTunes and give us a a rating, a five-star rating, four-star rating, a comment. It's little things like that that allow the High Button Podcast to grow without you giving us any money. So we do appreciate that if you could do that. All right, and that's all i got to say. Stay safe. Enjoy this podcast. High Button Sports, you know what comes next. Here we go. All right, boys, we are going. Mike, thanks for joining the show, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. How are you during these times? I got to ask it every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, doing pretty good. Obviously, I think it's, as you said, different times. So a lot more family time than I've ever had in the past, which yeah, is true. good. And at the same time, you know, take its toll <laughs> on you. But no, it's it's been good. Right on. That's so, probably the most amount of time you would have spent over the last 15 years, probably, since you've been gone. Yeah, as my mom was saying, it's the first time I've been home for a lot of birthdays and Easter is I think this is the first time I've been home for Easter ever since maybe the eighth grade well now you're off the hook for another 15 years yeah, exactly. so you're that's, golden that's the hope. <laughs> same with being on the ice though all the boys in the NHL too just haven't been on the ice in what two months yeah like the, like the game like that's why when they're saying when it comes back that the play or the uh, it's all gonna be even try not try it's camp has to be like for a month so the boys can get back into shape because we all know that there's in shape and then there's hockey in shape yeah and then there's out of shape between being in shape and then being in hockey. Hundred percent, man. Yeah. It's not even. I don't even think it's really that comparable. The two, two oh, styles or whatever the like, fuck you call I'll, it. I'll be like, you know, I'll run in the summer, like whatever. Then I'll go play hockey and I'll just be done. Like, yeah. like I'm not on the ice every day, so you're just exhausted. Yeah, hockey never took a toll on me. I stayed out of the corners. Have you been <laughs> training at all since you've been home? What are you doing? Yeah, so I got home. I think it was mid March, um, and then had to cor- like self isolate for two weeks. So for those two weeks, I was. Just pretty much a bum in my <laughs> sweet Honestly, a hermit. Yeah, just a hermit. Didn't didn't do anything. And then once those two weeks were up, I was like, I've like I need to do stuff. Like I felt pretty crappy. So since then, I've been uh, fortunate that in my uh, like shed, we turned it into a home gym. So I've been training for the last couple months. And then about about a month ago, I started doing uh, field workouts twice a week with my trainer and one other guy at Citadel Hill. So it's been it's been a good little mix up. Oh yeah, Busey, right? Busby? Uh, yeah, yeah, Pat Busby. Yeah, yeah. Busby, I see all his yeah. videos look insane. They, they make me puke just watching. Yeah. You guys are like running Citadel Hill, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me and uh, Drake the, Batherson yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are there together. So it's nice to have someone to push you. And so it's just two of you? Yeah, because they want to keep the group small, obviously, with everything yeah, for right sure. now. And I think like we're both bigger guys so i think that's important for both of us to do that kind of stuff would you guys be the older guys too uh yeah i think in like in the summertime when we work out it's there was a lot of q guys um then obviously a lot of other guys work out at pro edge too like uh evan fitzpatrick yeah uh, luke green his brother matt friend of the show yeah brennan sonny i'm sure you guys know all those guys yeah they're all, all great guys that work out over there that's pretty cool, man. Like half the culture of like playing with the boys and hanging out with the boys goes right in through the summer too. And it's nice to have like the mix of guys from everywhere and girls. There's such a good group here. Yeah. Like That's true. You group. don't even realize until we started doing this how like how many how much talent we really had, you know? Well, when you look at those BMO skates, do you ever skate with the boys at BMO, like Crosby and those guys? Uh, no, I didn't. Never, no. never got the call, but... No was, worries. <laughs> no, it's all Neither good. did we. Well, yeah, so we didn't get the call either. We're still waiting. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> yeah. But you just look at that group, and then you look at some other groups, and you're just like, holy shit, the talent that's just coming out of here. That's probably like half the reason we started decided to start this, was the talent year after year after year after year that's just coming from here. And you're just like, whoa, whoa. It just seemed like it here? came out of nowhere, kind of. Like, it was like one or two guys, and now it's like... 
so much more potential. You guys got like Yugu, like going down to Notre Dame, and then there's like like you said, you just named a couple of guys, Green, Henman, like all those guys. It's yeah. actually crazy. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. Good Do luck. you feel like special to be a part of that group? Like you, you guys like you and Gregor, who we had on the last week, like you guys are talked about in this community here. Do you do you notice that when you're out and about how I guess fortunate you are to be surrounded by like top level talent from around here? Yeah, it's actually kind of crazy when you think about our our '98 birth year. Like me, Gregor, same birth year. Like you said, oh Luke, yeah, Luke Green, Evan Fitzpatrick, Drake, Jesus, uh, Morgan Barron, all like, same year, all same '98 <laughs> birth year. Um, and then you look back and like when our Q draft was, and there was like seven of us taken in like the first round of the Q draft, which I think might may be like the all time. I think it was the record for sure. Yeah. It sounds like it because I don't ever remember that it was a big deal when yeah. someone was ranked first round here. Exactly, you know? and so I think just fortunate to grow up obviously with those guys and the fact that we grew up playing together and playing against each other like Definitely we've always helps. been friends right so in the summertime like just text the guy and see what he's up to and yeah chances are you're either skating with him or training with him so it's it's been good that's a key thing i think to improving is like i said people coming from everywhere is doing different things you see different workouts you see different uh like habits and stuff like that and you just like it just makes it more enjoyable for, I don't know. I didn't really train in the summer, but it, it seems as though when we talk to everybody, that's what, you know, that's what they say is that it's sick just to go hang out with the boys. And then you realize you're working out after. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. Obviously you surround yourself with those kinds of people too. Like I know last summer, like we'd, we'd skate or whatever. And then me and Morgan Barron would go play golf or whatever. And so you're sick. just always with those guys, you know, so yeah. that's unreal just fun to hang out with the guys that have similar interests and similar goals to yourself absolutely um you said drafted to the queue where did you get drafted to uh, i kind of had a long queue process i got <laughs> i got time yeah yeah, so, yeah uh, if anything i uh i got drafted 14th overall to cape breton and at the time i was committed to cornell um, with baron yeah okay. so he hadn't committed yet that's but, badass so i was committed there so i and I was playing prep school in the States uh, at Salisbury. And so I was just was figured I'd wait another year, go back to Salisbury. Um, really no rush uh, to get to the queue at that point. No. Um, but there is a rule where if you pick in the first round and your pick doesn't show up, you can choose to put them back into the draft. I've heard of this. Year yes. And pick five spots back. Yeah. Um, so like Cape Breton was talking to me like, hey, like, basically are you gonna come or, or not that's and pretty I, much all they want to know yeah. it's funny yeah. how that, like that's the one question they want but before they get to the question they got to kind of like want not wine and dine you but just like you know treat you well yeah, how are you oh this is your family like but the one question they want to know are you coming or not yeah you know so, it's just my waste my pick or yeah. not exactly so, so basically i was i was just straight up with them all like the whole way i was like i'm, I'm not gonna i'm not coming yeah. basically like, you're honest yeah and i had been drafted by dubuque in the ushl and obviously i was that was pretty stuck on the college route. Mm. So then the year after that, they put me back in the draft and I got picked in the third round by Moncton. Um, oh, then you get dealt, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. So in that summer, I actually, <laughs> Moncton has like a camp for like prospects. Obviously like you pay for everything to keep your eligibility, but it's for like American kids drafted by yeah. Moncton and the players, the players are there just to check it out. It's like UNB yeah. stuff. So I went down checked it out and loved it. Um, and was pretty close to going to Moncton just because my grandmother was from there too. Sick. And I like knew a lot of the guys on the team and was like, this is pretty good spot. But then Definitely. after thinking about it, I was like, you know what, let's just wait and see, see, cause the draft, like my NHL draft was coming up the year after. So I was like, let's just wait and see. So I didn't go. And so at this point I'm now in Dubuque, Iowa in the USHL. 
uh, <laughs> and it's Christmas time, and I what didn't a have a very good first half uh, of my season, so I wasn't loving it at that point. I loved the guys on the team, but I wasn't doing as well as I was supposed to be doing. Okay. Or that you'd hoped, yeah. Yeah, so I was a little bit frustrated, and at that point, actually, I was home for Christmas for a week, and I, I this was weird, but I was down in my dad's office uh, downtown, and his office looks out over the Metro Center I don't know what it's called now. But <laughs> yeah, it's the it's Metro, Center. Metro Center. Hell yeah. okay. Metro Center. Yeah. Metro Center. So, <laughs> so I get a phone call. I'm sitting in my dad's office, like literally looking out over the Metro Center, and it's from Cam Russell, the GM of Halifax, and he calls me. He says, "Hey, we just traded for you." It's like I see you up there. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, you know, just wanted to give you the heads up." And then I, like, two minutes after, got the call from Roger Shannon saying, Hey, we traded you to Halifax. Like Jesus. we figured this was what you like wanted. I don't know what, yeah, what it was for or anything like that. And then I got off the phone and I was just like sitting in the office in my dad's office. Like, he's like, what just happened? I was like, I just got traded to Halifax. <laughs> and he was kind of like, like yes. what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't really know. He's like, especially oh. right then and there at that moment, you're just a little bit overwhelmed by everything. You're like, yeah. how old are you at the time when this happened? 16. Yeah. Oh, that's I the age where you're like, I don't 17? know what I'm doing. It was the 12th grade. No. So, yeah. yeah. So it was 16, 17, maybe. Yeah. Maybe 18. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. So <laughs> I was just kind of like, I don't know what I want to do, Dad. And my parents were both uh, like pretty big NCAA advocates just because, I mean, they were both lawyers. It was set in stone. Like, I'm going to get an education one way or another, um, whether it was through the Q or that's through true. the NCAA, which I was like, I make sense yeah. for life. You got to make mom and dad happy yeah. and yourself happy too. You know, yeah. education. it's definitely not going to hurt. Yeah. Sure. So basically I was like, at that point, like I didn't really know what I was going to do. Like it's just wait and see till how I feel over Christmas break. And then ultimately decided like I wanted to finish the year in Dubuque just cause I really enjoyed the, like my teammates there and yeah. my living situation. And all where is stuff. Dubuque? It's in Iowa. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's in the middle of nowhere, but sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. And we ended up, we had a great team. We ended up losing in the finals and, but no, it was, it was so you got your confidence back then. Yeah, no, that no, trade I, to Halifax really turned it yeah, around, eh? Better, better second <laughs> half of the year, so that's good. That's so how, that, how long of a time frame was that? Is that two years? Because to me, it sounded like a ten-year career. Yeah, it was a long little go with the Q. I was probably the biggest suitcase for a guy who never played a game. <laughs> uh, it was what it would have been. I only got drafted in my first year, end of my tenth grade year. Then mm-hmm. I had eleventh grade. And then 12th grade. So those three years, oh, yeah. three different teams. Did you ever struggle with the whole travel thing at such a young age, like 16 years old? That's young. Yeah. Did you ever just sit down and go, holy shit, I'm doing this? Or was it just kind of easy sailing from there? Uh, at first, uh, Justin, like Salisbury was an all boys school too. So I was a oh, little shit. like. That's different for you. Yeah, it was different. It's and an it adjustment. Was, it's literally in the middle of nowhere. Um, so like you literally have to drive 20 minutes to like get into a city and nobody has a car. Right. So you're just basically out there with all the boys, <laughs> which true. is actually awesome. When you get down there, like think about like, nobody's bothering you. Like true. You go, yeah. Like you go, go to school with your buddies, like go play hockey with your buddies. And then you're live. We all lived in the same dorm. Yeah. So like, <laughs> sounds like the dream really. Yeah. It's 16. And like everyone, you know, you're just playing Xbox with the boys. Like there's really like no distraction. So you're pretty much just putting all your effort into like your craft and hanging out with the guys. That's what you 
want like at yeah. that age you're like all right well if there's no much, yeah. you know, not much distraction around there don't you think that wasn't by design what they did yeah, yeah that's a good point after you just ripped all that out i'm like okay that makes sense yeah. they <laughs> probably produced there too there was you were you guys on a winning team there yeah we want like we they're like a the powerhouse of new england prep school told you like we won both years i was there we won it was three years in a row they won and i think they won the last two years so would you guys play against like holderness and shit was it that I I th- I yeah we never played against Holderness, um, but we played against like Kimball Union. Yeah okay. We have, uh, there's a couple guys from here I think. Yeah. Uh, anyways, keep going. Kimball Union. I'm trying to think of the like Kent is another big one. South Kent or whatever. Yeah, we played against South Kent too. Uh, How do you know these schools, dudes? Because I pay attention, man. It was all the places I didn't go. So yeah, <laughs> I had always had buddies that went. I'm like, oh, that would have been cool. Oh, shit, I didn't <laughs> know that existed. You, you know? ever play like Plymouth? Is that uh, too no. far? No, east? that's that that that's up higher. That's in the mat. That's that'd be like Division three. So it would have been Notre Dame style. But speaking of Notre age. Dame, we haven't even mentioned that. So how did you didn't even mention Notre Dame? How did this come about? <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Though. That's what I want to know. Yeah. How how that someone from here knows to go there. You know what I mean? Or knows that that option is available. Yeah. So I'm basically it starts with when I went to Salisbury. Uh, my first year there, I committed to Cornell. Um, obviously verbally. And then um, things didn't end up working out uh, mostly because it's a financial aid school, so they can't give you scholarship. Um, And I don't, I didn't really know any of the financials to be honest. Like it was more because I wasn't obviously young. It was more about about my parents and uh, like the American dollar was getting better and better, which meant the Canadian dollar was getting worse and worse, which eventually got to a point where like, I wasn't comfortable putting my parents in a situation where yeah, good for you to notice that at a yeah. young age. And it's just like, they obviously had to pay to get me to Salisbury, which wasn't a cheap place to go yeah. either. So I was like, when I go to university, I want this to obviously put them in a better position than yeah. what, keep what it would still. be. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Spraying it around. But uh, basically, so things didn't work out there. I was in Dubuque. So my 12th grade year, um, just, uh basically like waiting for teams different just things anything. like that yeah just like seeing what the options were at that yeah, point since yeah. i knew there were options just didn't really know what they were uh and then i went to the ushl top prospects game and i had like five points in the game oh there's your there's your notre yeah. dame, there's yeah. your notre yeah. dame. <laughs> and so notre dame had been interested before the game but after that like i like for the next probably like week and a half you're just um, waiting by your phone. Like, who's calling me now? I had about, like, 50 calls. Really? Like, I think I almost, Sick. yeah, there's pretty much at that point, like, that was, like, the door was open to go wherever. Was it, like, a lot of the big school, like, any, like, the Northeasterns or anything? Like oh, that? yeah, like, Northeastern, like, BC. It ultimately came down to BC and Notre Dame, but, like, pretty much all of Hockey East, like, Jesus. pretty much all the Big Ten. What does that say about scouting? No offense to you. Like, that's awesome. You had a great game, but all you need to have is one great game and an elite prospects, and then you get 50 schools. That's true. Like, what does that probably say? Probably would have been the... like 10, 15 maybe, right? If yeah. Produce, it's just like like there was a handful it? before that, like I was interested in, but then after that, it was like I was just getting. Calls yeah, that's from crazy. That's all. That's what it is, though. It's that's your moment. Like, did, did you know? Obviously, it's, it's all star game. It's all scouts, right? You get that. That was gonna be a dumb question. Thank God no. I saved myself. Yeah, that's crazy. Jesus. So how did you pick? Like, what what did Notre Dame chuck in there? You're like, I'm going there. Um, one of the things was they were really interested before the game uh, anyway. So there was true. like a group of like 10 to 12 schools that were already like really interested. Cool. Um, so like that played a factor just because like you said, like a lot of the schools obviously like saw one good game and were like <laughs> yeah. ready to hop on the train, but yeah. it was more like the O'Malley, yeah, the O'Malley they, train. <laughs> they, they wanted me before. So that played a factor and just 
honestly, like when you go down there, it's something I've, I had never seen before. Like the amount of money at this place, like the facilities at this place, like I was like, literally I was sitting in uh, the coach like offered or whatever when I was down there and I looked to my dad, like, and I was like, or I just said, I was like, yeah, like I'll accept, like I want to come here. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he's like, and my dad was like, are you like, are you sure? Like, do you want to think about it? And I was like, no, like I'm, I'm going to come here. Wow. You just had that feeling when you got there. You yeah. Know? And he loved it too. Like my whole family loved Notre Dame. Yeah. I don't know why, even before yeah. um, I went down there, but yeah, once we got down there, like this isn't a no brainer. Don't they have the biggest football stadium in North America or second one, second biggest, but I think Michigan. Michigan yeah. Michigan, the yeah. big house. Is, yeah. Well, they don't call it that for nothing. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's 80,000 and it's, it's what's crazy. What did you go to? You've obviously been to a football game. Yeah. What's that like there? If I were to give kids advice on where they're going to pick to go to American college, I would heavily recommend going somewhere who has a very good football team. Yeah, good advice. The best experiences at Notre Dame, aside from the hockey, were at the, these football games. Like I had buddies come down, yeah, like to take them to a football game, and they got a just U, to take them there. a USC night game, and like they they tell like this this is the, that was the best experience of their life. Like they were like little fanboys. No, yeah, like it was. It's I mean it's crazy. Like campus is only eight thousand people, right? So it's not that big. Which a lot of even come close to filling the stadium. Right. But when you're down there, it's like, so the stadium states, sorry, the stadium. <laughs> you're an educated guy. Yeah, sorry, educating. It's allowed to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the stadium uh, seats 80,000, but like for the tailgates out front, like it's probably like well over 100,000. That was going to be my next question was, is there t- was there tailgates? Oh, yeah. The <sighs> tailgates are, the, are insane. What's the key to a good tailgate? I've never done it before. Other than the beer and the liquor. I was going to say, the stuff that you can say. (laughs) uh, If you are of age. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you're you're of age, I think people know what it takes to have a good time. But for us, it was all the athletes would always tailgate together. So we'd we'd have like uh, called pole five. Like if you ask guys where their favorite spot on campus was, they like pole five. What's pole five? So that's like the pole in the parking lot right outside the stadium. And we'd have like four or five parking spots. Yeah. Sick. And guys would pull, like the guys with pickups would park their trucks there. Chuck yeah. the tailgates down. Yeah, chuck the tailgates down. Guys would be sitting on the trucks, standing on the trucks. Like Barbecue I have pictures in. of me like standing on the trucks, which we had to stop because <laughs> it's not okay. But it was a good time. All the athletes were there. Like It's a much just, better way to learn by doing it, right? Yeah. Better experience. Just cool. yeah. playing different games and stuff like that. So yeah. you got, And you guys played an outdoor game there, didn't you? Yeah. Like Chicago had the Winter Classic. Yeah, so Fuck, Chicago – played boston in the winter classic yeah and then a week later we played michigan so did you guys get to go to the game then yeah we went to the game it was new year's day wait was so hughes on michigan then like that year uh quinn Hughes was there i think yeah we played against hughes was he was he in college one or two years we played against him i think he did get the outdoor game does he play two years i thought he did because i know the guy that went first overall this year hughes didn't yeah. even go to college. He just went to the yeah, under his brother. Yeah. yeah, the development program. Nonetheless, I cut you off. Talk. Keep going about the winter classic. Keep yeah, going. Fuck yeah. No, it was just a super like fun time because obviously it was. We usually like have games or something going on, and I'm born on New Year's Day. No way. Yeah, January first of ninety eight. Wow. So we all obviously New Year's Eve. We were allowed to like go out and enjoy ourselves, um, and then New Year's Day was the winter classic, which was fun. And then you guys week, went to that obviously. Continue yeah, and we got we had yourself. tickets for that. Yeah. 
Um, you guys get a box or anything, or you just no? We were just we were slumming it. Just members of society. Yeah, just members of society. Exactly. Uh, No, but it was an awesome, awesome experience, especially to play a week later because all my family was able to come up. Yeah, do all of that. So it was great. What was the crowd like when you guys played? They said there was like twenty or thirty thousand people there, but it seemed obviously empty because it's an eighty thousand. Who'd you guys play? Michigan. Michigan. Just said. Yeah, yeah. So fuck man. Like, yeah, you know? All right, so twenty, thirty thousand, it just felt empty. Yeah, pretty much. Like you, they filled probably like, like, like one side, I guess. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just obviously there's so much space. What? I was just gonna say, like, obviously you'd want the crowd to be full, but the experience and all of that is like yeah, the actual playing outdoors. Especially yeah. you know, you come from Canada. I know they obviously play fucking pond hockey in the states. Yeah. But it's just something about. Canada that that's what people think about right so it's the ability to go back outside to like your kid days again yeah no it was pretty sweet too like we got to get ready in the football locker room I was gonna ask that where'd you get ready yeah football locker room like touch the like Notre Dame signs that they always touch like play like a champion today which is like famous there and like walk down the steps and out the tunnel so it was a cool experience I wanted to ask this because one of my questions was did you get dressed in the football locker room? And now that I know that you did, Rudy's one of my favorite movies. Is in the in the dressing room. Like, is Rudy's stall like, is it you, is it picked out anywhere, or is it just not even a thing? It's just like that's where you got dressed. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't focusing too much on it, but on the Rudy topic, we met like Rudy. You like met the, the guy. guy. Yeah, we. Yeah. His movie was uh, Rudy. Rudy by Rudy. He was playing in that local theater, and um, we had a like a play. A, like no, it was just like a move. The movie was just playing in the theater for some reason. Oh, like a movie in theater. the movie theater. Oh, I was yeah. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, the play. No. Not that there's anything wrong with going to see a play. Yeah. I was just confused. Boys are like, "Fuck yeah, let's go to this play tonight." <laughs> yeah, nothing we, wrong with that. Go to a play. There was a little kid who, um, his name is Rudy, who's been battling cancer. Uh, he's an awesome kid, and he was affiliated with our team, like in so many different ways. Like he'd come on road trips with us, yeah. and like all this stuff, like. He had a little slogan like rally for Rudy and like this kid would have chemo and then he'd go play a soccer game and be the happiest kid in the world. His name was Rudy? Yeah. The kid? Right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And he was awesome. So anyways, chemo. we went to the movie with little kid Rudy and then we went to the movie Rudy with little kid Rudy <laughs> and then real Rudy was, was there after the us. movie and real Rudy was like hoisting up little kid Rudy as all of us were around <laughs> chanting like Rudy, Rudy. I don't even know what the fuck's going on anymore. Yeah. This is all happening in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. In the movie theater. <laughs> what a premiere. Yeah. yeah. So that was awesome. What a That's great story. Amazing. No, you, you probably don't get to tell that story too often, you know? Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't even think about that, but there's a lot of Rudy's going on. Holy shit. Like I said, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Yeah. So somebody was lifting somebody. And yeah. <laughs> what's the real Rudy like? What's he like as a guy? Uh-huh. Is he just pumped? He made the team still. Yeah, he's like got that personality. Like he's, uh, he seems like always fired up, like ready to go. <laughs> you gotta be if you're that guy. Yeah, I think of all the people he's met post that. So I know he's got to keep up his street cred. You know. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, That's what was crazy what stuff. was I talking to you about before this? Oh, I said it was funny that you're playing in Notre Dame and your last name's O'Leary. Yeah. Does anybody ever like? To call you out on that like, or ask you about it or does that was that a factor in the decision we do autograph sessions or like even if like <laughs> i'm getting like um uh, like roll call in class sometimes like i'd get this line all the time like oh larry good irish name i'm like thanks yeah, super. are you irish <laughs> yeah i'm irish so okay. like full-on irish no like, i'm like half 197 half irish, half irish. Okay. so 
That's like they, that was like the big thing. O'Leary, good Irish. Name. People probably thought you were writing a fake name <laughs> yeah. down when you were signing autographs. Yeah. Like, come on, man. <laughs> no, it fits. It definitely fits. And then the gold helmets. I need to know about the gold helmets. It's badass because earlier you said that you you went there and you could tell how much money was there and stuff like that. And then I'm thinking, okay, the gold helmet thing kind of makes sense now. But has that been their like? Has that always been a thing at Notre Dame? Is gold helmets? Yeah, they've always been gold. They haven't like I think it was the last probably five years where they've gotten to this level of gold. Yeah, like when you see them in person, like they're the shiniest thing. It's like sparkly. It's sparkling, yeah, and they like redip them like all the time and like are always touching them up, right? Because like it's shining, the chips. Up, yeah. yeah. So they're like every game, like you have the student managers like making sure the helmets are like all like basically student, glossed that's up. a job for the student manager oh yeah a kid that's that's sick. yeah like basically they help out the equipment the head equipment manager yeah. they're probably vital to success oh yeah they're they don't get enough appreciation and they're probably underpaid yeah for how much they do like but that's no they're awesome the they, they them, really man. help the program like well i think about how cool of a job like if you just liked hockey but you weren't on the team or at school for hockey and you want to be a part of it somehow that would be a sick way to do it it's a dream job for guys in the nhl and you know how pumped they are they have the worst they have the worst hours but it just comes down to loving your job they're around nhl rinks all day players gear that's what they That'd love be tough to hate. yeah no for sure so yeah anyways i assume the helmets were real gold but <laughs> after what you said but most expensive what helmets the fuck can you do, right? so you just graduated congratulations Thank yeah you. that's yeah, a big appreciate moment it. how was graduation down there i didn't get to experience it oh um, yeah they didn't even i saw the picture was bo- so i've never like i've never had a graduation ceremony in my life so this was like since actually junior high if you count that you ever so, go to like prom or anything no never just never because how never got to like Hockey, so my mom was like pretty upset because this was her chance to like see me graduate oh, man, walk across sucks. the stage um but what they did do is they're having us back next year in the summertime our okay. class and we'll walk across the stage and do all that so short sweet Maybe yeah, we'll come and mic you up or something like that. So we, we'll get a video to your mom. Yeah, no, my mom will. She'll I'm be like loving it. Um, but no, but I was obviously because we didn't get to do that. Um, and obviously, my family is proud, and pr- I was pretty happy. I mean, graduating from Notre Dame and Ivy League uh, school, like pr- it's yeah, not pretty that easy. Was uh, a goal of mine. So we were, just had like a little celebration just with our family or whatever, and watched as they like put our names up on the oh, on yeah. the TV. So that was nice. Oh, I feel for your mom. That's brutal. I know, honest yeah. to God, never even factored in the parent appreciation part for people missing graduation. Jeez. Like that's a big ass moment yeah. for your kid for as parents. You know yeah. what I mean? You're like for parents yeah, who we weren't sure it. if they're sounding. They're like, oh, like this He's is like, gonna... is he gonna? Is this hockey? <laughs> yeah, thing? Totally is the good. hockey thing gonna pave the way yeah. or ruin the way? Like yeah. that. There's one of two ways. But yeah, yeah I never yeah. even factored that in, man. That sucks. Yeah. But at least you get to go back and then you get to go back again too. Yeah, right? no, so. I'm, it's, that's going to be awesome too. Just all the buddies going back. Obviously hockey doesn't get in the way of that too much, but I'm no. assuming they're going to let wherever all the guys are playing, like let people come back and graduate. Yeah. Yeah. They would be pretty gutty if they didn't. Yeah. Cause you know, it's like, only, no. it would only be a couple of days or something like that, but yeah. I guess that's a problem for another day. So Notre Dame is in Indiana. Yeah. And how far is Indiana from the city of Chicago? Uh, about an hour and a half drive. Okay. That's yeah. Cool. So we'd go in and see like Cubs. I've seen like Cubs game, um, what's Bulls games, yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing, uh, which is good. And a couple of our buddies live in Chicago, so place to stay and stuff like that. Did you go to the NFL games there too? No, I wish. That's one thing that That's we never got says to that see. That I wish go. I got to get to go to a Bears game. Oh, NFL, yeah. Thank fuck yeah. I didn't say what I thought their name was. <laughs> 
but now I realize that it's the Detroit's the Lions. Yeah. I was gonna call it the <laughs> Chicago Lions. Because see, I didn't though, because I, I wasn't sure, right? <laughs> the cre- credibility just fell big time. No, it's alright. It's long gone. That ocean sail. Don't worry about that. <laughs> that ocean sail did it. Is that a t- that's a term, right? You're, that that ocean, ship has sailed. That yeah. ship has sailed. The ocean doesn't sail. You sail in the ocean. Yeah, I messed up. You're smart now. He does have you there. (laughs) I'm educated. Uh, I got one year NSCC under my belt. (laughs) You don't even get a certificate. What did you take again? Uh, Applied media communications. That's how you got this job, eh? Yeah, I applied hard for this. I did my uh, internship with this company and I moved up the ladder. (laughs) I didn't even know that. Good to know. (laughs) Um, You got a game in in the AHL this year in Hartford. How did that whole transaction, how did that all come about? Yeah, Yeah, it was uh, crazy, I guess. 12 hours 24 hours so we were playing our first round with notre dame we were playing our first round um big 10 matchup um against minnesota in minnesota and it was best two out of three and it went to the third game so on sunday night which actually turned out to be the very last college hockey game of the year um and we and we lost um and it was like i don't know nine or ten because everyone takes their time last game of the year right our season's over like hugging everybody in the locker room like all that stuff guys are emotional last time you could hug somebody too pretty much yeah <laughs> and uh after the game obviously like college career's over so i'm talking to uh, my advisor obviously agent now cause it's legal now yes, everything's, everything's by the book oh, yeah. good call and uh he's ba- he was like um basically like here's there's a couple options like well we'll let you know but there's a a chance that um you could be playing as early as wednesday so that was on Sunday that he told me that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> He's like, but I don't know anything for certain tonight. So just go home and talk to you tomorrow. Like I'll call you tomorrow with what's up. And I'm like, all right, sounds good. So we get on the plane, go home to Notre Dame. And obviously it's like uh, later in the evening at this point. And, but obviously we just got eliminated. So all the guys, especially in our class, the seniors were like, all right, let's go hang out uh yeah at the house you know because it turned it was spring break that week too so no students were around so we're like let's just go uh hang out and you know be with each other this tonight yeah so we spent a good amount of time uh just hanging out with each other for what we thought mike didn't know would be the last time and Mm. um then i went to bed and like woke up to a missed call from my agent noon i was like i gotta call him (laughs) <laughs> right away so i called him it was like 10 30 11 and he was basically like uh hartford has offered you this or whatever um you'll finish you'll play the rest of the season in hartford they want you there the rest of the year uh they want you to play wednesday um and then obviously it's for next year as yeah. well and i was like okay like i talked to my dad like briefly because we were both excited about it because we Actually. like knew hartford was in the mix and uh, i was we thought it was a good place for me and it's relatively close to home too who's hartford's ahl team affiliate like the nhl team yeah nhl sorry new york the new rangers. york yeah the rangers that's yeah so that's where baron could be going too yeah 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 Fuck so he reached yeah. out and said congrats and obviously because yeah. we were buddies we grew up playing together and obviously said thanks um but yeah so then woke up 10 30 11 he told he told me uh they got you a flight out of chicago at four same day same day so like <laughs> five hours apart i was like all right what the heck is going on right now like had to go to the rink get my gear email my one teacher telling her i was leaving call my coaches tell them i was leaving pack didn't know what to pack i was like i texted yeah, my agent like what do i pack hockey guys never know what to pack because it's so gear, unpredictable you know you're like all right i got my gear and yeah, that's it i'm it going cold there is it summer i don't know he's like pack about a month 
month's worth of clothes, pack uh, any gaming a gaming device if you have it because you're going to be living in a hotel, and obviously pack a couple of suits. Threw everything into a bag, got an Uber, got to Chicago airport. Uh, <laughs> then I was in Hartford like late that night and mo- late Monday night and played Wednesday. And then obviously after the game, we had one more practice on Thursday. Then we, oh, after practice, they were telling us like, season like you guys are gonna get sent home at some point oh man we don't know what's going on um but then like stuff was happening with the border too right so like other guys on the team were texting in the group chat like hey what's going on like and they told us we could go home and so they woke up to like uh i think actually it might have been sunday woke up to a text uh from the gm like hey where do you want us to book your flight to so you got there wednesday and the following sunday is when you left Yes. See, there wasn't even time. Did you guys have games scheduled after that? Yeah, we were supposed to play Friday, Saturday. Okay, I was going to say that's a long time without a game. Yeah, just we were like, supposed just to play so Friday, happened. Saturday. So that was how the whole COVID thing kind of just got broken to you guys. It was like, yeah, this is what's happening. Where do you want your flight to? Yeah. Fuck, man. So you went from rushing around, not knowing what the fuck was going on, blah, blah, blah. You get to Hartford, you play one game, a few days later, you're back home. What's yeah. the thing? You're at a highlight of your career. You're like, you're playing pro hockey. You're pumped. Yeah, man. You know you, you're going. You, you just assume everything's gonna go as normal, you know. Yeah, no, I guess yeah, it was just a crazy uh, week. I remember <laughs> we were doing the uh, men's AUS national championship. It was here in Halifax, and we were up in the media booth, and that's where we found out that it got canceled. And every time there was someone who coughed or sneezed, you're just like, "Whoa, whoa, what's going on?" You're at like, the beginning, at yeah. the beginning, everyone was so aware of one another. And I remember what was the the media the lady up in the booth there the older lady i, I forget her name but she, every time someone walked in it's like all right hand, sanitize 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 and then i think it was like an hour after we yeah, walked we in the one first game, game one full like, game canceled and that was it and we were working with a company that put it on and uh and i saw chris who scheduled everything got all the sponsorships chris larson and i saw his face after it was canceled he was just heartbroken well so much work shit and that effort. goes into that yeah yeah it just abruptly ended for everybody man like like i said you thought you know, this wasn't going to be the last time you'd see your college teammates, and then it turns out it was, and it was the end of your career, and then you went right to Hartford, and then that all fucking stopped. And it's just yeah. like, what's going What's going to happen next? Yeah. So is that? are you heading back there, or do you not know yet? Yeah. Um. Obviously, like, the season was canceled in the AHL for the rest of this year, so right. I won't be back there this year. But um, just, like, with the Rangers, like, player development people have been in touch, obviously, checking in and, like, for camp this summer mm-hmm. and, like, rookie camp and that kind of stuff just saying they'll update me when they know what's going on and basically when i'll need to be where uh but they've been doing a great job like obviously reaching out like sending workouts to do keep and me in all the loop stuff like that yeah keep me in the loop that's definitely a good sign you know when they're reaching out and staying yeah. in touch and shit right like yeah. obviously i don't know the the what's about the contract but when they're calling you and making sure you're working out and that you will let you know when it's going to happen. And obviously it looks yeah. good, right? Yeah. No, they've been doing a good job too. Like keeping up, trying to keep our minds on hockey, especially like during these times, yeah. um, like just sending us like player shifts, like to emulate and like that kind of stuff. Sweet. So no, it's been, it's been good. Any updates on rinks opening up around here? I was going to ask that. Or did you buy I a pair of rollerblades? Like uh, I got the, I, I did get the Mars blades. I've did had you? Those. Oh, yeah. Are they as good as they say? They are a lot different than normal rollerblades. No so they, yeah, they feel like you're skating more than normal rollerblades. Can you do like the sharp turns and shit? No problem. I can have, try. Oh, you haven't done it yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've done it. I've been using them a little bit. Obviously, like it's different, but they are way better than normal rollerblades. Okay. Like they plug. do emulate skating a lot better than normal rollerblades. I gotta try them. Uh, but rinks, I don't know. I saw I thought I saw Strang said that uh like this Friday, right? They're gonna open rinks. The fifth. 
the fifth. I don't know what day of the week it is. But Rinks will open, fifth. man. I might rent the ice just for me. Yeah. So I'm hoping like soon that uh, get back at it. It's been a while. So yeah. Hopefully you guys get back out. out. It'd be nice to get out and yeah. fucking mic somebody up or mic you up. Or <laughs> yeah. What's the thing? It's like Chirpia we're, we're trying whatever. to figure out what we can get away with. It's like as soon as someone's on the ice, it's like, all right, we're mic'd you up. I don't even care if. Yeah. We just got to mic someone up. The Zamboni driver. Yeah, shit. honestly, just put it on anyone to get some stuff. But at least you guys, like guys in the AHL, East Coast College, whatever, like they know it's canceled. Guys in the NHL, they're like, all right, well, I was kind of in summer mode, but now I got to get back into workout mode. Yeah. Some yeah. guys are always in summer mode. Like, did you see the video Tampa released? Stamkos is just laying out by the pool. <laughs> Tell me that guy's not in summer mode down oh, in there. Tampa? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's going to be weird. Imagine watching, sitting here watching NHL hockey playoffs. Well, no, that's fans. I'm excited about. no fans. No yeah. fans. Yeah, I looked at that weird. thing I always see on Facebook or something like that. It's like, if there's no fans, how is anybody going to know when to shoot and shit? <laughs> 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 that was funny. Shoot it! Yeah, hopefully they mic up some of the players or something like that just to create some something interesting for everybody. Well, that's the thing. Like, you know, like behind the boards, like up above, they hang the microphone. So you hear the puck hit the back and it, it creates a yeah. louder echo, I guess, through the speakers. But imagine now on TV with no fans in the stands, like all the F-bombs you'll hear on the TV and in between the benches and things. Yeah, they'll be able to, to hear the game. I hope they don't. They're going to have to. Yeah. Think of all the shit that's said. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've said some, some of the st- grossest shit I've ever said on the ice. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, they'll have to find and, a way to monitor some of it. And in the heat of the yeah. moment, you're not going, yeah. geez, I shouldn't say this because the, there's no fans and there's microphones there. And it's like, you're not processing all that shit. Go fuck yourself, buddy. Just hear it through the TV. Well, that's the thing they were <laughs> saying. They're like, you know, if it comes back, they're going to have to have rules set in place where, like, guys can't spit on the bench. And it's like when you're spitting on the bench, you don't even think. You're just yeah, spitting. It's part you're of not the thinking. guys have to sit like three feet apart on the bench, and it's like it's not going to work like that. They, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just, yeah. It's uh, the thing is nobody knows, right? It's yeah, new for everybody. It's, it's like everyone. it's not like there's one guy out there that's like, see, you got to come to me. I know what's going on in this scenario. So imagine trying to figure out the that shit, trying to make the rules for it. You yeah, don't know. no, it'll be, it'll definitely be. It's going to be new for everybody. But so. I guess the main thing is that the rinks are open. You can get back to what you're doing. You know what I mean? Because essentially that's your job. Yeah, no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and gym, I know our the gym I work at Pro Edge is opening, or I think it's called it's called Phase 2 now, I think, something like that. Anyway, a, yeah. yeah, but it's going to open up uh, this weekend, so it'll be nice. Like Once we're back in there, like small groups again, like it'll just be yeah. me, Pat, and Drake, and then – um, like once the rink's open, that's pretty much a normal summer for me yeah. anyway. Like exactly. going to the gym, going to the rink. That's all I need that's to worry about. Yeah. yeah, golf courses are open. So there you go. There's yeah. my day right there. Yeah. It's like some people might listen and go, oh, I can't believe they're complaining about the rinks not being open. But like I just said, this is your job. Did yeah. you feel like, that switch from college to pro? Like when that flight to Chicago, you're like, okay, I'm not a college kid. I'm a pro. Did you feel that switch? I was just more so like, like I can't, I need to shower before I go to the rink. I need to like not wear sweatpants, you know, like I need to present myself a little bit. Yeah, like, be a pro. Well, yeah, I need to start acting like an adult. Like I'm pretty much, I'm growing up now. So it's time to probably stop. Like you can get away with some stuff, obviously, as a, as a college kid, you know. Yeah. Um, but like once you're a pro, like it's, it's your job. Like you need to do the best you can at your job. It's your workplace. Yeah, you want to be as professional as possible. For sure. So I think that was more for me was just like changing my mindset to like, going to the rink to have fun with my buddies and yeah. like practice and then go hang out and play some Xbox. So when I'm at the rink, like I need to show up ready to work and do what I can mm-hmm. do. And then once I leave, obviously just yeah. hang out. Any um, leadership ability from someone that you've learned from, you know, young hockey player, you always look up to someone, maybe someone, you know, here in Nova Scotia, is there any one in particular person, or maybe there's a couple that you just kind of, you, you keep an eye on and try to emulate. Um, I'm trying to right. think. Did yeah, I use that word right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, did. That's a hard question. I don't know 
if there's anyone that I really try to emulate around here, I think obviously you see the way like the pros carry themselves, like the like big time ones. Like obviously you see Crosby, Marshan, and McKinnon, what they've been able to accomplish yeah, in the NHL sure. and how they carry themselves. And you can see how dedicated they are to their craft. Um, and I think even for me, like um, talking about working out with Drake, like he's been one of my best uh, buddies for a long time. Oh, has and he? You, and you can see how like how well he's done for himself and mm-hmm. how close he really is to being a full time NHLer. Sure. And just seeing the work that he puts in, I think obviously pushes me to want to put in the same work, right? Because we I have the same goal as we all do to make it as far as we possibly can. It's nice to see that it can be done the unconventional way too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like right in front of you. Cause Drake, obviously he's worked his way up the ranks, right? Fuck. He played junior a here for a bit yeah, or major midget or something like that. But it's just like, that, yeah, there's so many different ways to get, to get to the same goal. And yeah. it really just depends. Like everybody wants to get something different out of it. So it really just tapers to the individual, whether they go to the queue, go to the NCAA, mm-hmm. like whatever it may be. Yeah. So after you played Major Bantam here, though, in Halifax, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you, after that year, instead of going to high school, you went to prep school, right? Am I getting yeah. that correct? Yeah, that's right. And that's how you opened the doors to go. Exactly. Okay, so basically, I was just doing that for, if any. Yeah, yeah, the timeline. That, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. How did that choice come into play? Uh, so actually, I was playing Bantam here, and um, Rowan O'Brien was on my team. He was a goalie, and his dad was Sean O'Brien. Liam's his brother. Yeah, 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 so yeah. his brother was Liam O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so his dad, Sean O'Brien, Beauty. was talking with my dad um, just about like Liam's path, basically. Yeah. And he went and looked at prep schools. Yeah. Um, and so my dad basically was like to me, like, why don't we go check him out? Like, fuck, that's such a cool thing to do, too. You and yeah. your old man. Like, good bonding thing. Yeah. Like, I rem- we'd go check him out. Like, and then like caught a Red Sox game one time, like that kind of stuff. Like we both love Boston. So it's like me and my dad have had some crazy road trips. So obviously <laughs> it's been, it's been nice to go through it all with him. And I think, um, yeah, like just him recommending it and my dad taking me down there and basically like, is it's up to you. Like, and I know he, like when I was no decided pressure. not to go to the queue, like, he may have caught some heat, like basically people saying like he forced me to do things like, well, my, yeah, it's always going to yeah, come like, down. To my dad like never that. forced me to do anything. Like he just, he literally just opened doors for me that I didn't even know I had. Like true. I would never have thought like, Hey, it's called guiding. Yeah. I would have never, <laughs> yeah. you're a parent. Yeah. I would have never thought in a million years, like in the 10th grade, I'm going to go in the middle of nowhere in Connecticut, let alone end up at Notre Dame, which turns out to be like the, the best decision of my life. Yeah. So, I mean, ultimately I have him to thank for that. So it gave me chills. Yeah. But no, I was fortunate <laughs> that way. Cause that's that literally the one thing I said to him before he got here was how does somebody get there from here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we all know Notre Dame. You see the big 10, you watch TV, watch sports center, you see guys drafted, like, but just how does that come about? Just that was what I was most excited. Yeah. To go down to the States. That's what they say about lacrosse and the NLL. You got to go to like Ontario or places where these big schools are to get noticed to go to some of these places. Don't get me wrong. The junior route around here going to Cape Breton, Moncton, Moose has obviously that works to go to the NHL. Absolutely it does. But like, you know, the college route's just not a conventional path. Actually, I shouldn't say that. It's, be- it's, it's becoming be- more. It's becoming a very... It, it, People are just starting to know that there's another option. Yeah. How many times did you get asked where the fuck Halifax was at school though? <laughs> A lot. Like I'd, I'd be like, I'm, where are you from? Halifax, Nova Scotia. And they'd be like, oh, really? I'm like, do you know where that is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, cool. They'd be like, no, not really. And I'd be like, basically, it's more east than Maine, if that gives you any idea. And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay, over there. Yeah. Like, I'll look into that for you. Sometimes yeah, I'll I'll I'm like, 
they're like, oh, you're from Halifax? I'm like, yeah, they're like, West Coast, right? And I'm like, not, oh. qui- not quite. I f- yeah, literally the opposite end. <laughs> yeah. I found close. a lot of people got it mixed up with Newfoundland. They'd yeah. be like, you said East Coast, and they go, Newfoundland? Yeah. And you're like, no, but Newfoundland is sick, so <laughs> it's not hard to get, you know, you get accused from being from there. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. Is there any other Canadians on your team this year? Uh, yeah, so actually, actually, it's a decrease every year I got there, but this year, <laughs> um, one of my, one of, if not my best friend on the team is from Ontario. Okay. Uh, his name is Cam Morrison. Just up Cam? Awesome. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Cam. <laughs> but he's, uh, he's an awesome guy. Uh, he's drafted by Colorado Sick. a couple of years back in like the high second round. So he's a good player. He's going to have a good future and Whew. just an awesome guy. Like wow. kind of guy you always just want to like hang around with just cause he's creates some laughs, that kind of thing. Yeah. I know well, a couple Canadians. guys like that. Yeah. The Canadian boys are coming to terrorize. Yeah. So you, how many were there when you first got there? Uh, me, Cam, uh, a guy named Jake Evans who actually plays for Montreal now. Wow. Um, he's from Ontario. Um, Luke Ripley is from British Columbia. Uh, a guy, a guy named Chad Katnar, who's also from British Columbia. Uh, yeah, I think that was at the five. Dude, that's that the five best. of us. Yeah, just like think of the connections, like five guys you just named off. Like, tell me if you're in BC the next time you can't call up one of these buddies and oh, just stay yeah. at their that's place. That's the best part about the game. Instead yeah. of paying two hundred bucks for a hotel, it's like no, I'm gonna yeah. go live with my buddy. Probably one of them lives on a lake, and yeah. I'm gonna spend. I think Sonya's doing that right Drive now. He's out, Sonya's out in like Kelowna right now with one of his teammates. Like, yeah, it's, it's the best part. It's crazy. Like, I think I could get stuck like in almost any airport and just text someone like, "Hey, can I stay at your place?" Hey, tonight? remember me. Yeah, I remember me <laughs> yeah. 10 years ago. We partied last year. <laughs> yeah. I passed Got the puck in. to you. You put yeah. it in the net. Can I come stay at your place? I, man, that's the best part of the game for sure is the connections and the shit it teaches you and blah, 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 blah. But hanging out with the boys, there's nothing like it, man. Oh, yeah, there really is. It's the hardest thing probably for you not going to the rink. Yeah, honestly. I think that was the hardest part about uh, like leaving. Leaving. Yeah. yeah, leaving Notre Dame was just I had like literally probably my seven best friends where we like – spent too much time together like yeah. we piss each other <laughs> off but like that's what you want like we literally wouldn't leave each other's sides yeah. each just because we have the same school schedule the same rink schedule we eat together you have no choice yeah you're we, brothers we carpool like, you to just, the rink yeah. <laughs> to the school like, you guys are driving a caravan <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> like so, how am i gonna get a, how am i gonna get to the rink in hartford i don't know yeah. i can't drive they got uber the there they got uber there so but no that that's definitely the hardest part about leaving notre dame was just leaving the guys you're with for the last four years yeah did you get to take your helmet yeah, they gave us our gold helmet. I'm obsessed with the helmets. All of our jerseys. So, closer, uh, sorry, yeah, all of our helmets and jerseys. <laughs> we got to keep all that stuff. So you get like nice. socks, pants, anything? Do you keep any of that yeah, stuff? Yeah, we keep our like practice helmet as well and like pants, gloves. Oh, like they, they just basically give you a garbage bag of they, two or three garbage bags. Hey, that bags. happened to they me don't give you your, They don't give you the bag? Oh no! You keep your hockey bag. No, this is all your Jimbo. Gear. Fucking <laughs> give your take the bag. Like and give all you the, the just bag. all the extra stuff. Like you can think they about give like you extra stuff. Yeah, like I, I have enough. Like, well, actually, it's funny. My old don't man, tell us this. My old me, man, both is, of us need gear, so don't be telling it, us you got extra stuff. He's playing play. beer league hockey with like Notre Dame gloves. Sticks. I was just gonna say he's kind of gonna wear that helmet to beer league. I have to kind of hide the sticks from him because he likes the new ones, and I'm like, listen, Dad, like you need to stop because eventually hockey's gonna end for me, and I'm gonna I don't want to pay for this stuff. What way do you? Shoot. Left. Fuck. Uh-huh. Have fun. Yeah, I'll just wait till he breaks it. It's <laughs> twice my size. That's what I've been doing all my life. You break that? I'll take it. What flex do you use? Uh, Eighty. If you oh. want to switch up the flex, like halfway through the season, can you? Like, how does stick orders work in the in NCAA? Um. Yeah. Pretty much, you just like go into the equipment guy. And, like our guy's name was Ron. I was like, hey Ron, like, can I switch something up? Like, I'm not, I'm not liking this. <laughs> not and feeling it. Hey, like, what do you want? I'd be like, I want to try this. He'd be like, okay, I'll get you some demos. So he gets you like three. You try them out. If you like them, he orders you 12. If you don't like them, 
You want to go back to what you had before? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Dude, there I could go. pay my mortgage on 12 of those sticks probably. Yeah. Just sell them on eBay. That's yeah. crazy. No, so, like, no has, so, like, if you're practicing, like, in the back of your head, you're not worried. Like, oh, what's his name? Don? Ron. Ron. You're like, I hope Ron, Ron doesn't care that I need to order another bash. Like, there's no worrying. Like, you're no. just like, no, I know I can get another Or you break bash. it and you're like, fuck, I don't know if I can get the stick again. So that's like some guys, like, I won't say what guys, but, like, when we worked at the AUS, some teams, like, there's, there'd be guys out there like breaking their sticks just so they, they could get a new batch because they wouldn't get a new batch unless everything was broken. Easy. Yeah, enough. no, they were they were pretty generous with the electro lean. Like you'd have like four or five on the rack alone. <laughs> that's that's that, that right there about your confidence, man. You yeah. walk up to your rack, you got five sticks, yeah. take the exact same. It's just like yeah, yeah. You yeah, got the Notre me. Dame logo on the stick. I know uh, some the teams Bauer ones had the Notre Dame logo. CCMs were just normal, but they all like instead of having our names, they would all say like Irish and then your number. So mine also said like Irish nineteen. <laughs> oh um, yeah, which is or Leary even would have been yeah. the same as Irish. You know? <laughs> Pretty much, but yeah. So now they they treat you. I mean, you get treated there. Just as good as you're going to get treated anywhere in the world. So there you go. People listening, go there. When you question, when you went for your recruiting trip to Notre Dame, you said, I saw the school and went, wow. Did you see the school and go, wow, I commit? Or did you have to wait to see like the rink and the equipment before you said yes? Like, how did that work? Uh, they, I saw the rink first. Oh, so you saw the rink <laughs> first They're not going to show you the school first. Yeah, well, that's what you said. You're like, I walked on campus yeah. and I went, wow. But when or, you like walk on campus, like it's different than universities here. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. I think obviously just because they have a lot more money. So everything is like, it's just like to a different level, I guess. We were on Harvard's camp, campus yeah, last so year. So you guys so we know what those American college campuses, like there's just money floating around. We were yeah, at, there's we're, shit everywhere. You know yeah. what I mean? We're from stadiums the, and batting cages yeah. and like. So we were at the Harvard campus and we're waiting for um, Billy. Willie to finish up practice. So we're just kind of walking around and there's a baseball field and this guy loves baseball and Billy, the other guy who we went with. So we're just walking around the baseball like practice facility, and we found like just twelve balls. They don't even give just, a like, shit. Just like just leaving balls around. There's like, towels and stuff just like, there. It was like a like a, a lob ball field or something like that. I think one of the guys said, and it was like the nicest field I'd ever seen. It was just like I'm like, how often do they use it? He's ah, uh, not much. Yeah. What? There's it's like, like a- fifteen state-of-the-art batting cages. This is like. But it's just crazy how everything's in one place. So is it all yeah. one big campus? Because, or is it like kind of in a city or in the town and this stuff is just kind of like close together and then there's like housing on the outskirts and stuff or is it just one big like, you got to talk into the sp- mic like smew sorry Jesus. yeah so it's just it's one campus like you because you guys did the boston tour so you know like mm-hmm. bu is like spread out over the city yep. yeah and like you guys go to bc or no, we no go i don't to, think we did well, no. boston college or even like so it's it's just more of a campus vibe you yeah. know like when you go to bu it's kind of like it's scattered you're, you're scattered around boston which is cool just a different vibe yeah. but yeah notre dame's like enclosed basically yeah um so i like everything. that yeah so like you have all the athletics and basically one spot like base like the football stadium is obviously a big big piece of it and then yeah. you have all the uh like built school buildings and all that kind of stuff, dorms. Yeah. So you guys, it's like tight knit. Yeah, yeah. You said really there was what eight thousand people. Yeah. So really, like, how much space do you need? You know. Yeah. No, they have a lot of space for eight thousand people. What's so. the food situation like for the hockey team? Do you guys have your own thing, or do you go eat with the rest of the students? Famous question. Um, yeah. So my uh, first year or two, they would do dinners for just the athletes in like a different um, 
what is it, dining hall. So, like, you'd have your own area where just the athletes would eat So, you'd dinner. be, like, with the football guys. With, football guys yeah. do their own thing completely. What like, is it? The roster's 97 people. Yes. Why do they do their own thing completely? Because they are the ones who generate all the money for <laughs> the school. So, they get Keep treated them like, out of the limelight. Like, they get, they get, like, lobster and steak dinners on Sundays and stuff like that. Like, every meal they have catered into their area. No. Yeah, like, they get the boys fed. They get the best of everything. Um, they deserve the best of everything. They make an insane amount of money for the school. but <sighs> And produce. And produce. Yeah, Which and have guys like I think Notre Dame had the second, uh, the third most guys drafted to the NFL this year after <laughs> Alabama and LSU. Wow, so God forbid. Yeah, so you so. guys are producing <laughs> pros there. Yeah, oh yeah, like Notre Dame is is up there for college football. Um, which obviously in the states, college football. That's is another everything. thing I never really considered too. Like, think of all the guys you would have met at school that are potentially going to be NFL players and yeah. shit like that. You know what I mean? Guys, you just would have been buddies with just randomly because you went there. Yeah, like for instance, like um, one of my one of my buddies um, who actually got drafted this year by Detroit and the NFL. Like, obviously, was like uh, reaching out, like saying congrats on my Insta photos and like stuff like that, and just going to class with like the football guys that take same thing obviously like we support them obviously because we love going to the games but For like sure. they support us too because some of them love hockey right yeah, like, absolutely they're on in the intermission like one of the, like the linemen like riding the zamboni <laughs> or like shooting <laughs> shooting for like the little corners in halftime and trying like, to win a car yeah they like they love it too so that's it's awesome. that's how it is though with like majority of the one athletes down there like yeah support each other like we all want that's each other sick. to do well sick because you guys well, obviously man there's nothing like the ncaa crowds like yeah. and ev- even the worst teams this because yeah. the school the, the students like it's it's unreal yeah it's just a different vibe really like are they just wild the whole game like <laughs> like the student cook. like some the of the, some of the student sections are like i think when we go to like penn state like mm. they get pretty riled up over there like it's always a fun place to play in because like you can't hear yourself think. is that the most fun place to play penn state I think it'd have to be up there, yeah. Where's the worst place? Yeah, I was just going to say. Worst place that we played? Uh, I'm trying to think over my four years. I was like not trying to offend anyone here, obviously. No, just the word, like, like there are fans that are ruthless or, like, just something about the rink that really The rink is made out of metal, like yeah. the like, boards. <laughs> chicken cage. The we, dressing room is the size of this room. We played at Merrimack my freshman year, which was, like, it's in New England somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's in Hockey East. But, like... <laughs> The rink, like, it didn't even have, like, seats. It was, like, some bleachers. And, like, the, the ice surface was so small. Like, I, it couldn't have been much bigger than, like, a little bit bigger than Centennial. Like, it was nicer. No. It was nicer than Centennial. Like, way nicer. But the I same hope. size. Yeah, but, like, size-wise, like, you could probably have fit the same amount of people in like there. Like, 300 people, maybe. Yeah, like, it was really small. Like, it was definitely, like... That with that being said, like they obviously like everything's the colors of their school, right? Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. they take like, pride in it. Yeah, yeah, and it's a it's a nice like rink. Yeah. But it's not like some of the bigger D1, ones. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah, it's just in, in comparison, right? You yeah. played in a, a thousand rinks, I'm sure. Yeah. How about the dressing rooms? Like I think we had two. Like, like got to go over the other room. They knocked down a wall for you guys. All right. Big boys are coming in. (laughs) (laughs) They're small. We actually lost to them when we played there. Did you? Yeah. What are they? Are they like are they just not as recognized as a team or are you guys just... overconfident overconfidence all oh, that it's, always does it's it. really hard to play in that rink it's so, so small like there's no space there's and they no practice time. there so they're, they're probably like we like i noticed over my time they're like playing like schools and that like you may take lightly because you're like okay we're playing this team like from yeah. this conference like yeah. all right they haven't won in 15 years yeah but like they come in like especially to when they're playing us or when we go to play them and they're like fired up for sure. like, of course we lost we actually we've lost to some 
we had some really good teams when I was there and we made it to the frozen four two years, but, um, one year we were playing, uh, Atlantic hockey team and they're sometimes known not to have as just as strong teams overall yeah. as a conference. Yeah. Um, and one of them was coming into play us and we like, we may have taken them lightly and we lost to them and we were all like, Oh, like this is bad. Coach like, not happy. No, not happy. But they were like <laughs> celebrating, like they, had, like, like they won, won. and like then they, they actually got to come out yeah. to a tailgate the next day, and they were telling us like, "Oh, this is the best day of their <laughs> lives." Stop! <laughs> and I had a buddy on the team. He was like, "Dude, this is so sick!" Like he's like going crazy in the parking lot and stuff. That's so cool that's, for them to experience what you guys yeah. get to do. Too, so it was right? fun to have them there too, because I, like I said, I had a buddy on the team was able to like, like have fun yeah. with him. So. Finally, that's sick. Yeah, fucking right. What a life, eh? That's why I do this podcast. Yeah, we just get to live through it. Like, I just live vicariously through every single guest we have. So then if we ever meet somebody that ever went to Notre Dame, we're like, man, the tailgates at Pole 5 were sick, I was there. It was unreal. We're just fucking phonies, that's all. We're coming up in an hour here, Mike. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Seriously, I was really looking forward to the story. When you uh, when you're on the ice, you gotta let us know so then we can mic you up and do something. I know we mic'd you up Within last time, rules. but that video just fell apart. Yeah, too no, many we mic'd up too many people, but we'll get you back on. Sounds good. Yeah, we don't want to step on anybody's toes either, right? Like, don't if it's not if it's gonna affect you. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. we'll let you set the rules. Let's put it that way. You step <laughs> in the rink, you guide us, and we'll see. <laughs> all good, all good. Last Perfect. minute of the podcast is yours. If you want to thank anyone, I know you got buddies. People usually get mad if they don't shout them out. So if you want to shout anyone out, do it. If not, we'll end it right here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know if I have anyone to shout out, but just thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. No worries, man. We'll get you back no on once your uh, your career continues to progress, yeah. and maybe we'll be in Hartford. Or Hopefully New in New York. Yeah, that's that's a good compliment. Fucking right. <laughs> All right, I'll go to New York again. <laughs> no, you. This guy hates New York. He went there once to like. No, uh, I drove there and it was a mistake. But anyways, uh, <laughs> driving in the city. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it, Mike. Once again, thanks for coming on, dudes. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Stay safe, have fun, high button sports, we are out. Peace.